Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Okay, we're back. Like I said, the Gentiles and the heathens believe that they go into the next life. And this is something you can't really blame them because this is something that's taught to them through the ages, thousands of years. This is something that's taught to them. This is their religion and this is their um, tradition. This is what this is what is corrupting. When it says that the devil's gonna hold a, fool the whole world, and we're gonna talk about that. This is how he's fooling them. With religion, tradition, signs, wonders. Because remember, Yah says, walk by faith, not by sight. And you're going to see things that's going to change your mind. These are all of the things that the devil uses. Now, we're not going to go into depth with that. But I'm saying that to say that this is how Israel's fool too. All the little things everybody else got, they covet. So they want it. So they're willing to sacrifice their savior. They're willing to sacrifice their lives because Yah's our life, our livelihood, our lifeline. You willing to sacrifice that for a dangling of something. It doesn't make sense. And you're not yourself until you get that phone call. Remember, you're asleep spiritually until Yah calls you. Remember I said you can't love Yah unless he first loved you. So if he didn't choose you before the foundation of the world, you're not going to get the call. It's not going to be there. And you can't answer a call that never rang. So your best bet is to search to see if you got that call. And then when it's time and you're supposed to be called, you'll call, you'll be called when y'all calls you. But it's your job. Because if you don't do it, it's certain death. And that's the truth. If you don't do it, it's certain death. Now, let me go back to the Gentiles and the, and the heathens in regards to um, going to the next life. They really believe it, all religions, they believe that they go into the next life. All the horrendous things their forefathers was doing, all the horrendous things that they do, and they really believe, like I said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's not Sunday. They could sin and Sunday they go to church and everything's going to be um, forgiven. This is historical. This is how the heathens made it. They made it that way to brainwash the Gentiles and the heathens and even Israel before they got, I mean, you know, after they got sent over, scattered. They manipulate them to say you could do whatever you want to. And when you go to church, the Pope is gonna bless you or the pastor is gonna bless you and you won't be good. This is how the whole world is fooled. This is a piece of how they fool. Now we know by reading through these scriptures that the heathens ain't going nowhere. We know this is they Shangri-La right now. Yet Israel, this is why there's a lot of rich people, a lot of, that's not Israel. 
what do Israel want? What they got? I don't understand. That's jealousy and envy. That's envy. You envying somebody else's stuff, but they Israel don't understand that they Shangri-La is right here. This is the end all and be all for them. For the heathens, this is the end all and be all. So they better be as much as they can be because this is it for them. This is it. The Gentiles, which I told you are wild cards, they in the middle. They are the chaff among the wheat. We don't know which way they're going to go. And if they do see the kingdom of Yah, guess what they're going to be? They're going to be the servants. That's what they're going to be. They're going to be, because Yah's word don't fall void. It doesn't. It's going to go and achieve what it needs to go, do and go on. The word of Yah is like a double-edged sword, a fiery one. It's not going to miss. It's not going to miss. Yah's not a man that he should lie. And he's not a man that he's going to change his mind. He's not going to. Because y'all say, if I ever changed my mind, y'all wouldn't be here. So y'all's not going to change his mind. And he said the Gentiles will be in bondage. Those who put in bondage will be in bondage. Okay? That's where they're going. So we already know where they're going. The heathens ain't going to be nothing. So this is they, this is they everything right now. And the Gentiles that's supposed to go to the next round, they're going to be in bondage. It says it in the scriptures. It says it. I'm not making this up. Old Testament prophets is definitely saying it. Now, Israel need to get their stuff together. In Israel need to get it together because every day that goes, we don't know what's going to happen. We see signs and wonders all the time, just like y'all said. You're going to see the signs and wonders, just like when you know it's going to be spring and the, and the flowers going to be budding all that. We see signs and wonders every day. Every day. And we need to get ourselves together. Israel need to get their stuff together, the whole Israel. Concentration on Judah, because Judah is scattered. Judah need to get their stuff together because Judah is falling behind everybody. Yet Judah sets trends that they don't even know they're on the top and they're setting trends. They have no idea that they set the precedence of everything. And they're the ones who think they're on the bottom. This is how brainwashed they are. When it says the devil going to fool the whole world, he's doing it right now. In everything you do, everything you see, everything that you're paying attention to, that's not the truth. All right. What did I go to? All right. The, the last scripture I read was um, Deuteronomy, but prior to that, I read um, 1 Corinthians 3 and 3, and I will read it again, and then I'll move on. 1 Corinthians 3 and 3, for you are still of the flesh. Oh, I didn't read that yet, but I'm going to read it. For you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? When there's jealousy and envy, I already said that the, um, 
Envy is an eye, a jealous eye. That's what it is. Jealousy slash envy. It's a jealous eye. It is a spirit. It is a jealous eye. It's one big eye. Okay? For you're still at the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? Your body's supposed to be renewed. Excuse me. Your mind is supposed to be renewed and your body's supposed to be restored. You can't be renewed and restored and still acting like a fool on earth. Your aim is to be restored and renewed. While you're still in this fleshly coat, you need to be seeking God. Like I said, we all in high school. We're supposed to be listening to our directors, our teachers, our guidance counselors, all that. Listen to all that so that you can move on to college. A lot of people not going to college. A lot of people's dropping out of high school. A lot of people can't take it. They can't take whatever it is, whatever lesson that they being taught, as hard it is, as hard as it is. And it is hard because this life is not easy. This life is cold and you sitting on an iceberg. That's how cold it is. Keep your coat on. First Corinthians 10 and 13, Yah says there's no temptation that you can't overcome. He already says it, but you will not know that if you're not in the scriptures. Job 5 and 2 says, surely vexation kills the fool and jealousy slays the simple. You got to be simple to be jealous of somebody else. Yah said, don't worry about what other people have. Worry about what you have. If you focus it on yourself, then you ain't worried about what somebody else got over there across the street or down the block or somebody walking with a bunch of gold chains and, 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 and a pocket full of money. You don't know how they got that. You don't know how they acquired it. You don't know what the process was. Why are you worrying about them? You need to be worried about you. You're taking all your energy and your time. Time is money. And you're worrying about what somebody else got when you should be worrying about you. That same time should be spent on yourself and trying to find the riches of Yah, trying to build yourself a place in heaven. That's what you're supposed to be doing. But no, you sitting up here trying to figure out what somebody else has and being jealous and envious of somebody else, either who they are or what they have. That's not your business or your job, your job, and I'm only talking about Israel, your job is to focus on who you are and who you need to serve. That's your job. And I'm talking about, I'm talking to the Gentiles too. Your job is to be focused on being the best you can be and to study Yah's laws. And to be in his grace, Yeshua, because he came down here to be sacrificed partly for you. I don't have no words for the heathens because they're going to continue to do what they do. And we already know where the heathens are going to go. I don't have any words for them now. All I, all I have to say to them, I guess, is that Yah 
reigns on the just and the unjust. He does not have any favorites. Everybody's getting stuff equally. Everybody. That's what y'all says. And when you die and you go up to him, you will have to deal with the consequences and the repercussions. And that's all I have to say to that. Proverbs 24, 19 and 20 says, fret not yourself because of evildoers and be not envious of the wicked for the evil man has no future. What did I just say? The lamp of the wicked will be put out. I am so glad that was the next scripture. Because that just backs up what I just said. Stop worrying about what other people have. Focus on your salvation. Salvation is more than gold, more than silver, more than a mansion, more than uh, anything. Uh, more than anything. More than trips around the world. More than enjoying your five minutes of happiness. Salvation is more than anything. And that's what you need to be focused on. And don't fret yourself of the evildoers, like uh, Proverbs said. And by the way, Proverbs are the words to live by. Stop worrying about other people. Don't be jealous of what they got. Don't covet what they have. Commandment number 10. Zechariah 8 and 2 says, Thus saith Yah of hosts, I am a jeal I am jealous of Zion with great jealousy, and I am jealous for her with great wrath. What did y'all say he was going to do to um, Israel? He's going to weed out the rebels. And he's going to weed out the rebels simply because they don't listen. They're breaking all the commandments. They, they don't listen to his precepts, his laws. None of that. They're not listening. And he's going to take them through the fire. And those who survive is going to come out unblemished. I mean, excuse me, with no blemishes. They're not going to have a blemish on them. They're going to come out like gold, shining like gold. He's going to put us through the fire. That's what he said. Philippians 2 and 3. Do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. That means be humble and stop worrying about what other people have. I have to keep saying stop worrying about what other people have because that's what jealousy and envy is. Being insecure with yourself and looking at somebody else thinking the grass is greener on the other side. Honey, the grass will be green on your side if you watered it and fertilized it. Stop worrying about what they did over there. Worry about what's going on over here. Water your own grass. Fertilize your own grass. And that takes work. Stop worrying about other people's stuff. You don't know what they did to get that stuff. Galatians 5 and 26. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Just like I said, it's not all about you. Sometimes we got to be humble. Sometimes we got to look at ourselves and pick ourselves apart. What am I doing that's not right? Instead of what the hell they doing, I want what they got. 
you don't know what they did to get it. They could have made a pact with the devil. They could have been doing anything, holding themselves. They could be doing anything. Stop worrying about other people. Worry about you. And that's what Yah has a problem with um, Israel about. Because they always running somewhere else. They always want what somebody else got. Oh, we want a king. We want this. We don't want to listen to you. Oh, this, that, that. Oh, we don't have this. We don't have food. We don't have water. We don't have this. They don't have no faith. They don't have nothing. And y'all destroyed a lot of them. Enough is enough. Proverbs 23 and 17. Let your heart not envy sinners, but continue in the peace of Yah all the day. Excuse me, the fear of Yah all the day. Fear Yah means reverence Yah, love Yah. Put him first and then he'll put you first. Take that step for Yah and he take a step for you. Look to Yah and he look to you. Mm-hmm. You turn your back on Yah, he gonna turn his back on you. Yahshua said, you don't confess me, I ain't gonna confess you. Enough is enough. Proverbs 24, 19 says, be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them or like them. Haven't they done enough? You know what Israel wanna do? Israel wants everything everybody else has. Some with the bad, but mostly with the good, but they don't understand the packs and all that stuff. And when I say pack, P-A-C-T, pact. P-A-C-T, yes, pact. <laughs> pact with the devil. Coupling up with the devil. And remember, a lot of them is the devil's children. So they're gonna get what they get, but you want to look flashy and all of that. and have all these things too that really don't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because you don't need all of those things. There's a song that says, long as I got Yeshua, I don't need not, nobody else. And you know, they say the J word, but I'm just going to say, as long as I have Yeshua, I don't need nobody else. And that's how it should be. Mark 15 and 10. For he perceived that it was out of envy that the chief priests had delivered him up. Now, this is in the New Testament. And in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John tells pretty much the same story in different ways. And it's supposed to go to different groups of people. In Mark, he's saying that the Pharisees and the Sadducees was really jealous of Yahshua. That's why they wanted to kill him. All of those miracles he did, all the confessions that he is the son of Yah, all of that, the Pharisees and Sadducees, they couldn't take that. Because before Yahshua came down here, the Pharisees and the Sadducees was it, honey, okay? 
They like the Catholic Church. They the end all and be all. They the ones that sit at the chief places and everybody gave them respect. Everybody bend down for them. Everybody gave them money. They had the gold cups with the with the jewels on them. They had all of that. And when Yahshua came, people looked was like, what? And Yahshua was just as humble as he could be. Now, Yahshua could have commanded all the money, all the everything, all the angels. He could have anything because he is Yah in the flesh. He could have had anything at any time, but he was humble. And just that humility, his self, just him, his self, people was drawn to. That's where the jealousy and the envy came from. Because now nobody ain't looking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. But what they have to remember, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, is that they got the word of Yah. They had it in the books, in the Pentateuch. They had the books, so had the, they had to go to the books to tell the people. So what they was doing was manipulating people by that Bible. Well, it wasn't a Bible. It was the Pentateuch, which is um, the, um, no, which was the first five books of um, Moses. So that's what they had. They had all of those things. And it gave them an abundance of knowledge, but what they did, they was leading people astray because nowhere in that scripture said that you should be treated like a king if you were a Pharisee or a Sadducee. Okay, you wasn't a king. And as a matter of fact, in the Old Testament, the Levitical priests, their lot is Yah, meaning when the 12 brothers was given land and all this other stuff, the Levitical priests didn't have land. Their lot or their, um, I'll just say their bag for lack of a better word right now. Their lot, their, um, their, no, um, inheritance oh, took a minute their inheritance was Yah so all the 11 the 11 other brothers would share their stuff with this uh with the Levitical priest because the Levitical priest had Yah directly so Yah is better than anything else Yah is better than the land Yah is better than the money Yah is better than the gold Yah is better than everybody so that's what the priest had and everybody else give a peace to um, Levi out of respect because that's directly Yah's line within the 12. And those are the ones that lead the tribes spiritually. And Judah's line is the king, the kingdom. So uh, when this world is over and we in the new life, Judah's line is the kingdom. And that's why Yahshua was born in the line of Judah, because he's the king, okay? And he's the firstborn, the one and only begotten of Yah. He's the firstborn. The firstborn is the blessed one. The king is the blessed one and the priest. So Yahshua is the king, the priest, and the blessed one. He took it all because Judah and Israel.
Israel messed it up. Because within Israel, I already told you, Reuben was the firstborn son that was jealous of his father. Let's go back. Reuben was jealous of his father, Jacob. So Reuben went and slept with one of the concubines. Now, sleeping with somebody else is a sexual sin, sexual immorality. That's a sin. Okay, he's he sinned and he made himself his own soul die simply because he slept with his father's concubine. That is a part of the law. That's what Reuben did. Jacob had to pray for him simply because he turned around and said that he knew he wasn't supposed to do it. Now he was the firstborn. The firstborn get everything. Reuben messed it up. Then the king, the king is the one who's supposed to be the king of all. That's Judah. What did he do? He sinned and was whoremongering and jealous of other people. So he messed it up. The king messed it up. So now we got the firstborn that messed up and the king that messed up. And now we talk about the Levitical priests. Who are the, Levit the long line of Levit Levitical priests? became the Sadducees and the Pharisees. What did they do? Jealousy and envy, and they put Yahshua to death. That's a sin. So we know the firstborn, the king, and the priest all sinned in Yah's eyes. So Yah had to turn it around, and he sent Yahshua, who is the firstborn, okay? The one and only begotten son of Yah, straight from Yah. It is Yah in the flesh. That is Yahshua. Yahshua was born in the line of Judah. So he is the king. And he is the priest. So that's where Yahshua is. He came down. This is one of the reasons why he came down. To, to uh, uh, line up what was uh, messed up. To bring it back what was messed up. He brought it all back by coming down here and being sacrificed because what they put on that um, on that tree was him being the king of the Jews. Well, it doesn't say Jews, but king of the Hebrews, I would say. He was the king. So we already know that. So y'all already came and fixed Yahshua. Y'all made sure that it was fixed up by sending Yahshua down. And that's what Yahshua did. And he said it in the Old Testament. It's a, um, a prophecy in the Old Testament that happened in the New Testament. So this is what he did. That's what he did for us. That's what he did for Israel. But Israel is still being foolish. And still envying. And still being jealous. This is why it's only going to be a remnant. Why when people, you know, why we look around and our people's being slaughtered like pigs? This is why. You cannot ask yourself the question and look around when the answer is clear in the scriptures. This is why nothing any of us do is going to go unpunished if it's a sinful act. Yah is the all seeing everything. If I told you that he has the whole world in his finger, in his pinky, in his hand, 
if the if the earth is his footstool and the heavens is his um his throne you don't think he can see what's going on every minute every second when we get into revelation we're going to talk about the beings that have eyes all over them they all over the world watching everything from the beginning of time until now until the end of the consummation when it's time for the new life all this nonsense envying and all of this stuff that's going on is ridiculous and we continue to do it Yah also says he's a, a jealous Yah, and I already read it and I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you what Yah is Deuteronomy 4.24, for Yah thy Elohim is a consuming fire, even a jealous Yah. And he's jealous because of the nonsense that we keep doing. We're supposed to be the unchasing bride. Or excuse me, the chasing bride. <laughs> unchasing, that's a whole. The uh, We're supposed to be the chasing. Oh, I'm sorry. Unchasing. You know I'm going back and forth. The unchasing uh, bride. Oh, I, I'm sorry, the chasing. <laughs> you know what I mean, chasing. Okay. Psalms, Psalm 78 and 58 says, for they provoked him to anger with their high places and moved him to jealousy with their graven images. That's just Israel going right back and doing stuff they ain't got no business. Always chasing after somebody who got something and that don't mean nothing. It just doesn't mean anything. The stuff that they want is stupid. We got less than 10 minutes. Exodus 34 and 14. For you should worship no other Elohim for Yah whose name is jealous is a jealous Yah. Anything that you put before Yah is idolatry. Anything you love more than Yah is idolatry. Even your children, even your pets, even your spouse, everything is idolatry. Yah's supposed to be first. He's supposed to be the foundation. He's supposed to be the one and only, the end all and be all. That's what he's supposed to be. If it's not for Yah, you're not able to love your kids. You're not able to love your husband. You're not able to love anybody. Yah is love. So to reject that is idolatry and certain death. The only thing I could say about Israel is that we all hope that they learn because we still have time to change whatever it is that we need to change. I don't know what it's gonna take. The only thing I could say is seek ye first the kingdom of Yah and everything else will be added unto you. You have to have that wanting. You have to have that curiosity. You have to have the uncertainty settling spirit 
because you're looking around and looking at all the stuff that don't make sense and you want something better. You want to look to something better. That's what you have to have inside yourself. I don't know what else to say um, about Israel, but they are deceived, just like Revelation says. And it says that the devil's going to uh, deceive the whole world. And then it says the devil's going to uh, deceive the whole world except the very elect. Now, why does it say that? It says that because the elect are in the spiritual truth being led by the Ruach. Let me say it again. The reason why the elect is not going to be fooled is because they're being led by the Ruach. Who is the Ruach? The foreknowledge of Yah. Nothing can distract you from the Ruach. Let he who has an ear hear what the Ruach is saying. You cannot hear what the Ruach is saying if you're not in the Ruach. How do you get the Ruach? By searching for Yah's word. How do you do that? Seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness. What is Yah's kingdom? His kingdom is going to be the next life. His righteousness is Yahshua. You have to seek Yahshua in order to get to the kingdom. You cannot go any other way. If you go any other way, you are a thief and a robber. That's what it says in the scriptures. He is the gate. You got to go through him. You got to go through Yahshua. You cannot go any other way. Seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness. Through the scriptures that he left for his children. Now he said he ain't leave nothing for nobody else. He left it for his children. His children ain't listening. It's high time that you turn from your wicked ways and seek Yah's face. That's everybody. Everybody. Especially Israel. If Israel know what good, what's good for the, them, they'll turn around and seek Yah's face 10 times more. Book of four, Ezra. Because every day that goes by gets wickeder and wickeder for Ezra. All right. I'm done with this lesson. If you have any questions or concerns, let me know. You can call me or you can have the question right now. What I want you to have for homework, and I'm hoping that you, you listen to your homework because in about three or four weeks, we will be getting into the scriptures. There's going to be no more um, various uh, teachings like this. You know, I'm going to be putting stuff on Spotify, but it's going to be focused. We're going to be focused on that Bible. Um, it's going to be a couple of um, teachings more before I get in the Bible, probably four. And then we're just going to get into the Bible because I feel like time is marching on and y'all need to know some things. So for homework, 
I'm going to give you Ezra, the first book of Ezra, which is in the Bible. They didn't have the second, third, and fourth. That's in another, in another scriptures. But the first Ezra I'm going to give you. And then Jeremiah. And then... Is that... Um, Zechariah, sorry. Zechariah. Jeremiah's book is pretty long. I'm giving you seven days to listen to this book. I think it's probably two hours or something like that. Then Zechariah is not long, but it's very important. I need you to listen to that. Ezra's important too. Next week is going to be the mouth, aka the tongue. Watch your mouth. That's what's going to be. Because that's a big one. That's big. And then I believe it's going to be a couple of more before we get into the scriptures. Now, when we get into those scriptures, like I said, this is a scriptural cliff note study. I cannot express that enough. We will have overviews of this particular um, stories an overview, like a cliff note. Your, um, your part in this is that you will listen to the study or read the study, whichever is um, beneficial to you or more, um, yeah, beneficial to you, depending on, you know, what you have to do and whatever. I, I, strongly suggest that you listen to the whole story or read the whole story it would be better if you read it but you know at least if you're not able to listen to it and I will definitely be assigning it to you <laughs> but we need to know these things and I don't believe that I'm gonna go you know Genesis Exodus I'm not gonna keep going through where um you know the Bible like that I'm gonna pick certain ones out and I'm gonna discuss it with you because I, you need to know a lot of things and I'll probably be doing like Genesis and then I'll do a prophet or something like that. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I, I need you to know some real important stuff, especially prophets. But I think the last teaching that I'm gonna do before we go into the Bibles is apostles and prophets because I need to brace you for what they're all about. So that's going to be the next to the last um, discussion before we get into the, um, these, the Bible. And then, you know, I'm going to just strictly do stuff on Spotify. You can go to it, you can listen to it and do like that. But when we get into the Bible, I need to focus on the Bible. So all the other scriptures that I receive, I mean, all the other lessons that I receive from the Ruach, I will just upload and I'll let y'all know what it is and what to look for. I have less than a minute and thank you for being here. And if you have any questions and or concerns, you know how to find me. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy today. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much. <laughs>